Thank you for tuning back into our Holy Week here at Northwest. Happy Monday, Thursday. This is a really important day in the week leading up to Jesus' crucifixion on the cross because this is where the initiation of communion takes place. The inauguration of the Eucharist in the upper room, which is famously known as the upper room discourse, this is where the Last Supper takes place. This is where that famous painting where Jesus and the disciples are discussing over uh, food and drink. And what was the most likely scenario was that in uh, Hebrew culture, in ancient day, uh, there wasn't really a lot of chairs as there was a lot of lounging. And so I want you to picture for a second Jesus and his disciples lounging around. They were lounging around, but they were lounging around a table. And that table's common fare in ancient Hebrew day was a staple of bread and and wine. And wine had a a very different reputation than it does today. Um, It was very likely there there was other things to eat besides bread and wine, but Jesus did opt to use the bread and wine as um, props uh, to characterize his body being broken and his blood being spilled. So I'm going to read for you out of Matthew 26, where the Last Supper takes place. Uh, This is, like I said, known as the Upper Room Discourse, and it is the inauguration, is the initiation of communion. A little bit more history there for you before we jump into this is that um, the Eucharist which is the Catholic's tradition of celebrating what Protestants call communion. And Greek is, comes from the Greek word eucharisteo, and eucharisteo means to recall or to remember. And so the recollection or the remembering that is required in communion is in the context of a lounging around community around a table with food. And so now that you've got some context there to imagine, let's read Matthew 26, 17 uh, and on. It says, On the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Where do you want us to make preparations for you to eat at the Passover? He replied, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him, The teacher says, My appointed time is near. I'm going to celebrate the Passover with my disciples at your house. So the disciples did as Jesus had directed them and prepared the Passover. When evening came, Jesus was reclining at the tables with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. They were very sad and began to say to him one after the other, Surely you don't mean me, Lord. Jesus replied, The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man will go just as it is written about him. But woe to the man who betrays the Son of Man. It would be better for him if he had not been born. Then Judas, the one who would betray him, said, Surely you don't mean me, Rabbi. Jesus answered, You have said so. While they were eating, Jesus took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body. Then he took a cup. And we had given thanks, 
he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink from this fruit of the vine from now on until the day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. It's really important to note that Jesus and his disciples were recalling and remembering something with this meal all of their own. They ate this meal strategically on the sovereignty of Jesus' schedule. They were eating it to celebrate the Passover. The Passover was part of the Jewish tradition, a very, very important important part of their heritage. The Passover is celebrated when the Jewish community, these Hebrews, remembered that the Holy Spirit passed over the homes of the Israelites while enslaved in Egypt. The final thing God permitted, which was the firstborn son of every Egyptian household being killed so that Pharaoh would listen and let the Israelites go. The Holy Spirit told the Israelite community within Egypt, take lamb's blood and put it over your doorframe so as to signal to the Holy Spirit, pass over this home. The blood of the Lamb in that day can be correlated to the blood of the spotless Lamb Jesus being crucified on the cross. So there's um, you know, shared imagery there. That's, that was obviously very intentional and strategic on God's, point, on God's part. But Jesus and the disciples were celebrating the Passover meal. And then Jesus recapitulates the entire story sums it up and completes it with taking the bread and the blood while everyone is lounging around this dinner table and says, take this bread and take this blood, take this bread, take this wine, this is my body, this is my blood, which will be spilled, broken and spilled for you. So as Jesus and the disciples remember the Passover, Protestants or Gentiles of today... Gentiles are just people who are not Jewish. Gentiles are remembering what Jesus did on the cross. So as Jesus and the disciples remembered what the Holy Spirit did in the day of Egypt, which was pass over the Israelite nation to not take the life of the firstborn in the Israelite household, we now, Gentiles, Protestants, or Messianic Jewish people, are remembering what Jesus did on the cross, and we remember it in the context of community, and we remember it by lounging around, so to speak, a dinner table where bread is broken, where wine is served, where there's a meal, because there's nothing like a meal that brings people together. And in that togetherness, there's a recollection, there's a remembering that takes place, that the God of the heavens and the earth gave his son as a sacrifice, as an atonement for the sins of humanity out of his love for us to create a path for us to experience 
salvation in eternity and to experience heaven on earth now and to facilitate and fulfill God's mission while we're on planet earth. So communion is so, so important. In Protestants, we celebrate communion by remembering Jesus' suffering on the cross, by enjoying some bread, by taking the juice, enjoying a meal in the context of community, just the way Jesus and the disciples did around the table. My question for you, listener, on this Monday Thursday, is when you participate in communion, are you meditating? Are you recalling? Are you remembering the pain and the suffering of Jesus on the cross? Or are you just going through the motions? It's just so easy to go through the motions and for the meaning to evaporate. So my question for you, my challenge for you, my hope and prayer for you is that this Monday, Thursday, is you participate in communion. The Eucharist, or Eucharisteo, from where we get the word communion, we get that word from Eucharist, and Eucharist from Eucharisteo. Are you remembering? Are you recalling? Are you meditating on? Are you bringing back to your mind's eye the suffering and pain and turmoil that Jesus endured on the cross for our sake? And are you doing that? in the context of a lounging around community, around a meal being shared. There's much power there. That is my prayer for you on this Monday, Thursday. Uh, You are well loved. Uh, Enjoy the week.